We're starting the episode uh, now. Uh, oh, now. Wait, now. Do, Elliot, do you have a question before we start? No. Okay. Okay. Great. I mean, I do, but not about this. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess uh, all questions are really good for podcasts. So maybe we'll get to it when we're recording sure, it. You got it. Okay, sure. Great. All right. Here we go. Time for the holiday episode of Jonah Radio, um, a theme that I just decided now oh. is going to be it. So we're not prepared to give you a, ho a holiday episode, uh, but I can sure as goddamn tell you it's a Christian one. Uh, my name is Jonah uh, Ray. Dio can't make it uh, because he uh, he denounced uh, our Lord and Savior. I don't know why I'm on this trip now. Um, uh, Cash, uh, Christian name, Patrick. Uh, how mm -hmm. are you? I'm good. I'm I'm doing very good. I, I kind of hurt my my finger over there. You can see it. It's well, I I, I don't like showing it to people because it's the middle finger and they might get offended. But I hurt my middle finger. You know, it's funny. I would have rather heard about how you hurt the finger than why you weren't going to show it to me. Uh, I was dropped something and I tried to catch it. They tell you not to do that. They tell was you it a, was it a knife? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a uh, tw it was a it was a four pack of four packs of water. So. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, I see that. Um, no. Well, Neil Mahoney is on assignment. We wish him the best of luck in uh, Uganda. Um, but uh, joining us today is a, a returning guest who mm -hmm. didn't get to speak much last time because he was here with our friend Brendan Small, who, who was a great dear old friend of us, but quite a jabberjaw. Um, and I'll say that to his fucking face. Yeah, um, uh, and his name, he was the uh, head writer at uh, Daily Show with John Stewart for a while. Uh, he was also, uh, what else did he do? He was the head writer for a show that I did called uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return and Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Gauntlet. Please, everybody, please welcome Elliot Kalin. Oh, like oh, thank that. you. Thank you. This is lovely. So nice to be here. Uh, yeah. What, what game am I going to be playing today? Can't yeah. wait to see it. Getting ready for the showcase showdown. It's going to be wonderful. If you're going to take a guess to see how much longer the song goes on, what would you say? <laughs> uh, too long? Yeah, too much two, longer? Two minutes and four, 40 seconds, that thing. That's for the okay. that's for the really long showcases. That's for like yeah, yeah, the... That's... the, the <laughs> you, you win 300 yards of gravel. And it just that's for... hands the whole 300. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the old days when uh, when Bob Barker would get into fights with the showcase uh, ladies and he would have to coax them back out again through the length of the song. Come on, come on, we'll yeah, talk about it after the show. Come on, I'm I just wanted to get paid, pet spade and neuter. Come on, like, let's let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm just demonstrating. Uh, okay, three things I'm gonna mention. All right. Okay, 
One, get my plugs out of the way. Other things I've done, well, there's the Flophouse podcast. You should go listen to that. And I've got a new children's book out, Sharko and Hippo, in stores now that you can also order it online because it's not a great time for going into a store. Nope. But if you have, if there's a child in your life and they like words that kind of rhyme with other words, Sharko and Hippo, that's whoa, the book. Whoa, it's whoa. Point of book. Okay, I'm, number I'm, two. Hold on. Yeah. I want to go back. Uh, Elliot, um, when it comes to plugs, you know, you just did it. I don't have to remember everything you did that had nothing to do with me. Um, uh, secondly, are you telling people not to go and support small independently owned bookstores? Are you, saying, are you anti call, small business? I'm saying call your independent bookstore or order through their website if they have one or call an order. Don't go in and make your, your beloved bookseller sick. Order it from them so that they can get it for you. Curbside pickup. It's the future of book retailing and the future is now. Okay, number two. Okay, uh, good save. This is long. Yeah, I'm, I was very afraid you were getting close to just going, it's also available on Amazon. Then I would, I would never move. say that. I would never say that. It it's is. Only, and it is, but I wouldn't say that. It <laughs> is available. I, if I'm, look, if you're, if you're in the Los Angeles area, I'll tell you, get it from Once Upon a Time Books in Montrose. That's the plug that I'll make. Uh, Once, mm. Once Upon a Time Books, the oldest children's Really stretching the Los Angeles area uh, terminology <laughs> there. It's the county, right? Or maybe it's not. Uh, it's San I mean, Gabriel, I think. <laughs> oh, what is the area? Um, you or, can okay, see Los Angeles Sky from there. That's no. the important part. Or go part. to Skylight Books. Or you don't go to Skylight Books if, you, if, you, if you're like uh, the prisoner of London and you can't leave the, the boundaries of Los Angeles, the city. Uh, two. Well, you know what they say, local plugs get you local sales. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Uh, didn't realize this was going to be a holiday episode. Being Jewish, my holiday is over for the year. So you're just going to have to put up with me not, not being all in the Christmas spirit. Number three. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold on. on. Number two. Number two. I want to stick on number two. Okay. Uh, so what, what holiday is this? Kwanzaa? What is it? I don't know. Uh, it was called, it's called Hanukkah. And oh, it is. Smokey Robinson. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's, yes, it's called the Festival of Smokey Robinson. And it's <laughs> when we celebrate Smokey Robinson having not really the most basic knowledge of Jewish holidays. Uh, <laughs> So He's been in show that... business, and I'm not trying to like, you know, uh, be broad about the statement of uh, uh, the Jewish people, but he's been in show business a long time, and not, there are no a lot of Jewish people. But especially in... the period he was, the period he started in show business, it was, especially, it was basically Jewish people and black people, and that's, yeah. that's about it. So You need a songwriter? There's two nerds in Manhattan just <laughs> busting them out for you. It's just it's just two Jews in the Brill Building just banging away at their old stand-up piano, you know. Uh, and number three, Cash, I want to know who told you if you drop something, don't catch it. Because if it's breakable, you want to catch that thing before it hits no, the ground. No, it's it's actually uh, I work I'm working at a grocery store right now, and that is the um, uh, the policy is that if you lose something, do not try and catch it in midair because oh. more injuries happen to hands and things like that from trying to catch it than they would lose in, you know, you I'd know, say even water. a backs, that makes backs sense. being pulled too. Yeah. Like a quick, quick pivot. You know what? That makes sense. If it's, if it's, if it's store merchandise, that makes sense to me. But if it was like a child, oh, no, no, like no. hands, <laughs> no, hands away. Yeah. I don't want to hurt my hand. You're on your own. No, they have a strict child catching policy. Very strict <laughs> child catching policy. I dropped my boy. Catch, I dropped my child. You gotta, you gotta know where the mop is. You gotta know yeah. where the broom is. It's, the child oh, yeah. catching policy is: if you catch it, it's yours. Catch and keep. Yes. <laughs> Take it home. But Clean I up think, on aisle, bad so. dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the. That's the name of the movie. Aisle, bad dad. Yeah. Starring Alec Baldwin, you, probably. Yeah, you have to assume. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. It's been uh, I've been wanting to go on before, and unfortunately, it's always been my fault. 
mm-hmm. that uh, I'm not available. We here so, at Dome Radio have a policy of never taking any fault. So you were yeah. right to do so on your own. We're <laughs> oh, cognizant. It's I sort of a general that. don't catch things policy. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Let that blame drop on the floor, Cash. Careful. <laughs> Careful your finger. Don't hurt your other finger. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that, guys, looking out. Uh, well, we have a, we have we have some great music lined up and some good chats and silly times um, with uh, with Elliot. Uh, um, but uh, we want to get started with a song. You you everyone here at Jonah Radio, we love a good cover, and uh, and you guys know that. Listen at home. And recently, uh, a listener, uh, Kevin D, um, said, "Hey gang, love you guys. You're one of the three podcasts I listen to regularly." One podcast I don't listen to is Flophouse. So that's a weird thing for him to that's, just throw out there. Yeah, it seems weird that he would speci- say, who specify that really single us out. I mean, he's missing out. He's missing out. I mean, I get, we did you do know, an episode recently where I was, I played Tom Brokaw talking about the book Dune for 40 minutes. So he's missing <laughs> out, you know, if that's the kind of thing he wants, which I'm sure it is, you know. Oh, we really, man. Can he- we poisoned the well. We pulled every, all of our listeners um, have decided to not listen to any Max Fun uh, <laughs> podcast. We, yeah, we, we took them with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I all, all five of the dollars they gave us to <laughs> in the telethon. Um, but he says, uh, uh, since we all love covers, I wanted to share that K-Flay just put out three. Um, and all three of them are amazing. Um, I hope you guys know who Flay is, at the very least, because she did a song with Fiddler. Very true. Good call, Kevin. The only reason I know K-Flay. Wow. Um, but he, uh, he, told, he emailed us this great, like, you know, email about, like, how he saw her for like the very first time, saw her open up for uh, some bands, and um, it was really sweet email. And uh, he, uh, so I want to play. Uh, she did. She did three covers on this EP, and she did um, "Self Esteem" by Offspring. She did "Break Stuff" by Limp Bizkit. Wow. Um, a song I don't know how it goes, but for some reason in my life I always say "Break Stuff." <laughs> I don't know why, because I'm assuming that's how he says it in the song. Break stuff. Break stuff. Does anyone Maybe else this wanna... cover will get you a little closer. I, I don't know. I don't know the song either. I would imagine it's more like break stuff. Time that... for us to break stuff. <laughs> and we've got to break all of this stuff. Know <laughs> whose stuff um, I am going to break. That goes oh, like nice. that. Yeah. I, I really thought it was going to be uh, when I was a break, I'm not a break anymore. But sometimes <laughs> I wish I broke stuff again. Sometimes I break. I'm not a break. I'm not a kid anymore. But sometimes I shouldn't have let it drop. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I think actually nothing about it. I think it's more like, don't go breaking all the stuff. Only break the stuff that needs to be broken. It's a song about boxes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. There you you got to break down boxes. Uh, I it. got the, the, it always reminded me of this one. Da, 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 na, 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 Break stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're not going to listen to break stuff. We're going to listen to her uh, cover of... <laughs> Uh, Green Day's Brain Stew, which I, I think is uh, just fantastic. This is. Uh, I mean, it's uh, got the same start to the. It's alliterative. It's like yeah. break stuff, brain stew, start, same starts to the words. So, yeah, go right ahead. Holy shit. Is that what you learn in college? Is that what <laughs> you fucking learn thing. in college? <laughs> huh? Is that what the kind of knowledge you get there in college? The knowledge college? Um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so this is K Flay with uh, Brain Stew. We'll be right back with more Elliot Kalen and Jenna Radio. I'm having trouble trying to sleep. I'm counting sheep, but running out. I 
ticks by Still I try No rest for cross stops in my mind On my own Here we go On my own Here we go This is Britney Spears, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. And also check out Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. Well, you weren't any help with that one, Britney. Netflix has decided they didn't like the Kellen Ray vibe. No. Um, anyway, that was Kay Flay. Yes. Uh, that was Kay Flay with uh, her, uh, her version of uh, Brain Stew, which you kind of wanted to go right into Jaded. Yeah. Which I remember uh, hearing a story about that song with uh, about Billy Joe, where it's like uh, brain stew is kind of the feeling of like coming down from like a bender, um, and when he has the song go right into jaded, which is a very upbeat song, um, the idea is that he like does another line of speed and it picks him back up immediately. Oh, because that was during a very druggy time mm. for him. 
they they had they were holding a joint in that the, the liner notes, and I was very conflicted at the time. <laughs> Why well, you so should have thought anymore. a bit? You should should that have been bigger or something? No, I was like, I don't know if I trust these guys with their drugs. With their drugs, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, that uh, is that uh, EP is a uh, is called "Don't Judge a Song by Its Cover." Uh, nice. Oh. Yeah, so that's very very fun, very fun. But uh, we're not here to talk about fun. We're here to talk about current <laughs> events. <laughs> talking about current events the opposite of fun exactly mm-hmm. um we're, and this is the time where uh elliot i don't know if you remember this mm-hmm. i don't even think we were doing this segment when the last time you were on but it's a little thing we like to call a music news oh that is right yeah for the record it's i new. listen to this i do listen to this show so i know i know the one segment that you have yes <laughs> it's now up to two segments we, okay. we do have two segments yeah they're kind of related yeah Guys, music news. Hold on, hold on. I have, I have one. Guess who just broke stuff today? <laughs> you can break anything you want at our Italian breaking stuff place. Jesus. Not that I couldn't think of it at the end. Ba da 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 da. I'm I, breaking stuff. I thought you were gonna. <laughs> That's pretty uh, sweet. Breaking all the stuff. Da 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 da. Oh, so music news, huh? Yes, music, music news. news. Uh, yep. Break stuff. Doodly, 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 doodly. Sorry. <laughs> and I break stuff <laughs> like the deserts break the stuff. I don't know and, that. Oh, that's uh, I... what's the desert miss a rain something? I didn't sing it well. <laughs> okay, what about this? I got it. Break stuff. Oh, I like that one. One of that's the few. I am not. I'm not a habitual uh, visitor of stripping clubs. I've been to a few at bachelor parties, but it was it was the funniest moment I think I've ever seen. Are was, you an alien? <laughs> was it, anyway, uh, uh, the aliens that go to the strip club Gallagher's 2000 in the commercial that used to run on New York local television? No, uh, not one of them. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you showed me that. That was, yeah, it was, that, <laughs> we watched, yeah, it was, aliens are hovering over earth and they go down to a local New York strip club. <laughs> but uh, they, they, I remember being at a bachelor party at one and uh, a dancer coming out to dance to that song. And it was so funny to me. I was like, this is too real right now. This is a lot that, that's going on that she wants to dance to this song. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, we're not here to talk about local commercials. <laughs> oh, it's music news. Music yes. news, that's right. Well, guys, I don't know what you were planning to do on New Year's Eve, but uh, I know what the Melvins are planning to do. Uh, the Melvins are hosting a five-song live stream event titled Melvins TV Volume 1 New Year's Evil on December 31st at 3 p.m. EST. So you can you can bring in the New Year at at, at Four o'clock or eleven fifteen. <laughs> are are they the hoping the five, the five songs will last nine to twelve hours? Is what? Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> five songs, but all of them are just it's mostly feedback and fuzz. Well, and they're doing it to promote their their solo album. So, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. They have a they have a new album called Working with God that's going to come out on February twenty fifth. Wow, John Melvin is finally distancing himself from the melvins to put out a solo album well, this is music news cash well it's called it's called melvin and the chipmunks it's a it's a novelty album god <laughs> i need you for every music news <laughs> oh boy um yeah you know have you elliot uh have you checked mm-hmm. out any of these uh these live stream concerts ever uh 
not very many. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of uh, time to sit and watch things. Uh, longtime mm. listeners of uh, Jonah Radio will know that, that I have two children, and uh, they mm. keep me from really uh, doing too much. And it also means that I have a complement of work and chores to get done at night. So, like, uh, the only this was this is going to be very on brand for me to, for Flophouse listeners. But the only like live stream, oh, it wasn't even live. The only streaming thing we've enjoyed recently is like we wanted to share the New York Ballet Nutcracker with mm-hmm. my sons because that's like a family tradition in in my family and in mm-hmm. my wife's family. And it was like, yeah, okay, that's the that's the streaming thing we've gotten to see so far is not, not just a family thing, but also something I've seen many times before the yeah. Balanchine choreography for Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker. So, um, no, that's a long way of saying, no, I have not. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's lots that I would like to see, but they're, they're often on at a time that I just can't watch them. I really loved that, uh, the Liam Gallagher one. I had such a blast watching that. I was supposed to go over to Heather Ann Campbell's uh, because we're like, she's the only other person I know in my life that likes Liam Gallagher as much <laughs> as me. Um, did he do the, did he just smash the watermelons at the end? Yeah. <laughs> Liam Gallagher's in the two. middle, come on, you don't in the, close in the middle. Oh, okay. yeah. Liam Gallagher's 2000, strip yes. club in Queens, where yes. Liam Gallagher comes out and smashes watermelons. I uh, believe. Um, but yeah, it was really great. I even like, I, you know, I dressed nicely as if I was going to the show. Oh, I, cool. you know, I think I, I talked about this, I think a bit. I got a, a little bit. Yeah. And I got like British beers from Galco's old timey soda shop. Oh, nice. Yeah. You ever take your kids there to Galco's? Uh, not yet, no. We, there's a we've. Well, I mean, now I'm take, we're taking them nowhere. Uh, but the uh, there's so, so many parts of Los Angeles that we have not explored, even though we've been here for like three years. Yeah, and we need to do that. You know. Yeah, a lot of great stuff out there. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, oh. Oh, what's, moving what's on. This? Moving on. Well, guys, the we, as we know, uh, it has been a while since Bradley Noel died, but that does not mean that there is not a compilation call for his um, a sober living facility that his family is putting together called Bradley's House. There is a, uh, they've already put out one LP uh, called The House That Bradley Built. They've sold out twice. And now there's an expanded album coming out. It includes 30 never before, re- never before released acoustic covers by Common Kings, G-Love, The Expanders, um, and even some of Bradley Knowles' family, including his sister and his son, who both had drug problems, which is, uh, these people definitely need their own rehab, I gotta say. Funny um, that they would um, just call it Bradley's house. Uh, a sober house called Bradley's house is like odd, just because that's probably where most people did their drugs, was over at Bradley's house. <laughs> well, he's also the guy that wrote uh, an entire album at uh at his uh crash house uh st or the 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 second album was entirely done at his at the place he went and did heroin and had a four track recorder so uh, robin, i guess there's that robin the hood that was that robin the hood ounces? okay um so but robin the hood features a young a young gwen stefani am i right about that yes that is they were they they, they did a duet that actually I mean, became it, a hit after he died if it featured an old gwen stefani it would have to involve time travel and I, I have to believe he did not have access to that technology, or he might have come back from the future and been like, Brad, you got to watch what you're doing. This <laughs> yeah. is not, you're going you're gonna to die young. Cause you know what? Petaluma. He could have yeah. easily had learned how to time travel if he had practiced Santeria. <laughs> That's true, but he doesn't. He made yeah, it very he clear not. he does not do that. He could have gotten clearest, some sort of warning. The most honest thing he ever said in his lyrics was, I ain't got no crystal ball. Yeah, no shit, because you would have saw something coming. <laughs> I wonder if his saying... Uh, 
it, would it have been a better song if it would went, I don't practice Santeria, but I've been meaning to look into it. Do you have a good book you would recommend on the subject? <laughs> I'm getting into sage and crystals and shit. So I feel Santeria is the next step. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to appropriate someone else's religion. I'm genuinely very interested in it and I yeah. think it speaks to me. Do you have any advice? I, I want to go with something just... reputable though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't practice Santeria. I just want to break stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah! <laughs> on. Guys, this is the part uh, of the music news. I'm, I'm re refining this a little bit. It's uh, David Crosby answers Twitter's questions. I got three questions from Twitter with David Crosby's response. Wonderful. The, uh, the first one is, you ever listen to much Zappa? <laughs> David Crosby says, some, not much. <laughs> you know what? I think even for any diehard Zappa fan, that's as much as you can get through sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no. so much. Oh, yeah. You can't sit down and be like, I'm listening to all Zappa. Yeah. You, you don't have the time. Yeah. You say, you say no, it's, I'm just going to listen a little, and then, uh, and then I'm going to watch my favorite movie, 200 Hotels. Yeah. And... <laughs> um, Sean Winks asked, thoughts on the Bee Gees, Cross? <laughs> David Crosby responds. Oh, and Kakash, can you just, can you do that? Can you say that again? The phrasing of it was so nice. <laughs> Thoughts on the Bee Gees, Cross? <laughs> I really, I love that it's it's like David Crosby is just the old man who sits next to the post office in a small town and people just walk up and ask him, but they're like, take a look at this, Cross. Do you think I need to put ointment on that? Uh, yeah, yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Need an uh, ointment, Cross? <laughs> what's what's what kind of lure should I be using, Cross? Mm, well, it's gotta be a fly tie. Okay. Thought, like Thoughts on the Dow Jones, Cross? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, well, his thoughts on the Bee Gees are some fun records there, which, you know, I don't, is not a, a glowing... Uh... I mean, isn't that what they were going for? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, if anything. Well, check out I, I that documentary. That, I love how, how totally bereft of insight his responses are to things. You could ask anybody, but I guess I guess... But what's the third question? Maybe the third question is something really deep. Yeah. Well, the third question is just... Uh, Stephen Arcelic just writes, Dudley Moore, question <laughs> mark? And David Crosby responds, very funny man. <laughs> so yes, it got less insightful as we went went, went further down. Yeah. Wow. Well, though, that gives me a perfect place to plug a uh, recent episode of The Flophouse. Our Christmas episode was the movie Six Weeks, starring Dudley Moore and Mary Tyler Moore, a Ooh. tangentially Christmas-related story in which Dudley Moore is a California politician who inexplicably is also still English, who abandons his family lovingly for a, the widowed mother of a girl who will die of leukemia by the end of the movie. And it Jesus is, fuck. it's not a very good movie. So, but Dudley Hold on, Moore, wait, the, the movie you just described? <laughs> I know it sounds the movie where the movie I just described where the selling point was that the two leads had the same last name. It is not particularly good. The only way I can see it being bad is if it was out of focus because everything else sounds great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of Nutcracker, long sequence at the end where a character dances in the Nutcracker for a while. For a while. Uh, can I do uh, a, an after show for that episode of your show called More and More and More? Yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about them all. Dudley Moore, Mary Tyler Moore, Michael Moore, Alan Moore, Roger Moore. They're yeah. all there. All the wow. Moores. That's yeah. a lot of, you named up more Moores than I thought I knew. 
Should, there's, there's, I'm sure there's more. There's more mores. Yes. Uh, and then uh, it's like in the, sa- the song, the opening song would have just a sample of the uh, Rocky Horror. More, more, more. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Cash, is that it for, uh, for I got, news I, and I, cross? I, uh, that is what it else for cross. Is, what else are people asking the cross? I I feel like yeah. this should be a this should be a recurring no, segment here's the thing. in music Cash, news. Is it is. is what you call it F A C frequently asked cross. And cross, you know, cross coins or, or cross and A's. Actually, call it cross and A's. Yeah. It is a it is a recurring. Uh, it, it happened. This is maybe the fourth time we've done it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like to go through. It, the, he has some longer stuff, but I just love the. It's not the, as funny. Yeah, yeah, no. I, well, there is a picture of him in a full-on <laughs> wetsuit with just the mustache peeking over like the the face <laughs> hole. So that is the, the, that is what people are missing. But um, what was the what was the thing recently? Was the, he was the one that wanted all the clams. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the, it was the, it was the Crosby and the Carpenters. Yeah. Him, him and the yeah. Carpenters went to the beach. They were going to eat all those clams up. We gotta convince I, them. I, I, I can guarantee none of our uh, audience is old enough to to, to get that. Long ago. Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, what, who's the what was the scandal with him? He didn't. And then, then, somebody... the, then the little clams go. Don't you remember? You told me you love me, baby. <laughs> Sorry. Well, there was David Crosby said there, there was some musician he said he didn't particularly like and people were up in arms. I don't remember who it was. Oh, it was Eddie Van Halen like the oh, day right, after Eddie, Eddie Van Halen right, died. Because yeah. Eddie Van Halen had just died. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite moments is uh, in the, the Cross doc uh, is uh, <laughs> not to be confused with, Cross? <laughs> not to be confused with Dr. Cross. <laughs> not not is, Dr. Cross. Which yeah. he's not allowed to do anymore. The state told him you were not allowed to pretend <laughs> to be a doctor anymore. Yeah. He can't, can't uh, uh, prescribe stuff. Yeah, that was. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to you back that up? No. I, although he did, I, I was just looking through this. He just, um, uh, he just interacted with Tim Heidecker. So, yeah. so sounds, you're like, saying sounds on, like a lot of fun. On the, on the cross doc, some fun records there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like he goes, he does a thing on the cross doc where it's like a, he's looking at a, th- a picture of Jim Morrison. He goes, Morrison, what a dork. And I was just like, I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, King drag him. Um, but uh, is that it? Is that is that it for news? You well, I got two. More. I got two kind of. Um, Pick your favorite one. Well, they're they're both connected to something that's just happening today. Uh, we'll we'll be making the news tomorrow. Uh, the COVID nineteen relief bill, which is uh, just getting voted on by the Senate, I believe today. Um, there are some things in it. First of all, there's the uh, music venue, the Save Our Venues, Save Our Stages mm-hmm. Act. Save Our Stages, yeah. That got folded into it. So mm-hmm. apparently there is going to be $15 billion dedicated to the funding for live venues, independent movie theaters, and cultural institutions, which is You great. know, it really, I'm excited about that. It does take the sting out of only getting $600 for the past nine months. Uh, make, it makes it hurt a little less. Well, I, I, you should, you should uh, like Richard Pryor and Superman 4, check for another check because you put in for expenses because you're a cultural institution, Jonah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're on an independent movie theater as well. That's a good point. You're yeah, almost I mean, alive anyway. I mean, if it would be in the spirit of the in the spirit of the current administration for you to work those loopholes and <laughs> exactly. and barely not criminal uh, actions as best as you can. I was so. thinking about uh, getting a hold of uh, Trump and see if he can pardon my mortgage. Hey, oh, sorry. I, 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 wait, is your mortgage in jail? Uh, <clears throat> 
I'm so sorry. What happened? No, no, nothing. No, it's my just. Uh, if you could, oh, that's terrible. Pardon my mortgage payments. Oh no, you cut I, out a little bit. That's the internet. I'm sorry. Oh, this, I'm just trying to. I'm just yeah. Andy. Pardon Kindler's, your Andy mother. Telling me how to tell jokes now. <laughs> oh. I mean, to be the, here's the funny thing. If Andy Kindler told the same joke, I would have fallen on the floor laughing. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's what do I expect? I want to expect for different things for different people. You know. Point. Whereas well, at, at, if Emo Phillips told that joke, not sure how I'd respond to it. I'd have yeah. to really parse it. But that, you know. that's true. Yeah. Um, and what else, Cash? Well, in that same bill. Um, which is very good for, for our stages, um, it might be bad for us. And when I say us, I mean uh, this podcast because they uh, have folded in the ability to make um, those who dare stream unlicensed work. It may now be a felony. You could go to jail if you play somebody's song on your stream or podcast or thing like that that you don't own. Um, it's uh, it could really it's a really good time to let everybody know that the music played on this show is submitted by the listeners themselves, which exactly. gives us full right to uh, play them on our show. It's a service we do to you. Of course, I already said earlier in the show, I don't know K-Flay, but, but she's a friend of a friend and I'm sure I can get it cleared. Let's yeah. just keep that in mind when next time you hear Th uh, Thin Lizzy in the opening of the set. <laughs> yeah. And certainly she owns the rights to that Green Day song. Of course. Of course, yeah, totally does. Certainly, well, um, that is a. I would, I would call that. I, I'm curious to see if that becomes final language, but I would call that an enforcement issue that yes. will be impossible to, to get to take. But you know, I'm just a cockeyed optimist who doesn't use any copyrighted material <laughs> on my podcast. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's that's uh, scary. You know what? Let's play a uh, let's play a band that's been uh, uh, that put out a record this year that I just loved. And they've been giving us uh, music since, uh, uh, since, you know, for years now. Um, at, if you want your music on the show, Jonah radio, R A Y D I O G gmail.com. Uh, uh, they've even just sent me some shirts. I'm going to be bringing one of those shirts up to you cash. Yay. Those shirts. Uh, they're called Alex Jonestown massacre. And uh, they, uh, they put out a great album this year. It's in my, I made a, a huge list of some of my favorite songs of the year on my Spotify. Uh, it's called uh, Jonah Ray's 2020 fave, and then in parentheses, ORIP, and then in parentheses, S. So Jonah Ray's 2020 faves. But just in case you didn't know what faves meant, I had to make it clear that it was favorites. Um, but uh, it's a long list. Go and find these bands in this playlist on Spotify. And if you like them, go to their band camp uh, and buy some of their stuff. Like this band, uh, Alex Jones and Esker, who just uh, sent us this. It's, a, uh, it's called Oh Massive Night. And they thought it'd be funny to do a uh, Christmas song um, in the style of the Hold Steady. And so uh, it's kind of a, a parody style song. Uh, and it's called Oh Massive Night and more Elliot Galen and Radio. We get back. <laughs> Noise. Milk and cookies, baby cookies and milk. We got some. 
tonight like Joey Ramone but there's no one left to fight yeah Haley's all alone so from Brooklyn to Brookline Minneapolis to St. Paul to all a good night and a Merry Christmas
everybody, Cash here for Me Undies. Me Undies believes that your comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. You're a total badass, and what you should wear is only accentuate that fact. Me Undies truly believes in empowering self-expression. Their pledge for 2020 and beyond is called Me Undies Gives, an initiative that supports those who have systematic barriers to their self-expression. By shopping Me Undies, you support causes such as LBGTQ plus communities, mental health and well-being, and women's rights. Well, folks, what underwear are you wearing at this very moment? Does it feel like you're sitting in a heaven cloud? No. Should you reconsider? How much more fun would you be having right now if your undies were covered in pandas or sushi rolls? Don't you think you'd feel a little bit more like you? Here to talk about feeling like you or just feeling you is Me Undies customer Neil Mahoney. That's me. Yeah. Ne- Neil, welcome to the ad read. Now, oh, thanks uh, very much. Me Undies offers classic colors to ridiculous prints. Now, you're more of a classic color sort of guy. You were telling us last time your approach to Me Undies. What did you do when you decided to get into Me Undies? Well, as I did this morning, as I returned home from uh, two weeks abroad, I cleaned house. And what I did with Me Undies was I cleaned house. I got rid of all my underwear and I bought 12 pairs of black on black Me Undies. This is before our sponsorship or anything like I knew I knew this was good stuff so I got black on black on black on black and uh yeah you can never tell when they're dirty which is great and uh you know uh, it's a pretty sleek look for a guy with a you know questionable well, body I, I I like the idea of just you opening up your underwear drawers and it's militaristic it's almost like the uh, North Korean army, where it's just black on black on black, just, I'm sure, oh, regimented yeah. in rows. It's, um, it's yeah, pretty I great. Roll, I, the, the key is you got to roll them. You can't fold them. You roll them so that the elastic band doesn't get stretched. So you roll them, and then it's like tubes in the drawer. And it's like, a, you know, a daily dosage of MeUndies. That's, that's pretty cool. Well, you know, MeUndies are available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. So you could... Uh, you could go extra small on the left to 4XL on the right, and just depending on how you ate and drank last night, you got your own pick. Yeah, well, I need 3XL because I have huge <laughs> Me Undies membership. Me Undies believes you and your butt deserve comfort inside and out, which is why they created the Me Undies membership. It's really just a great way to love on yourself. Each month, replenish your basics with styles that are anything but basic styles to let you be the truest version of yourself right down to your core get that Neil right down to your core you yeah. get in, you get discounted pricing controlled shipping and exclusive early access love your butt and get the membership well MeUndies has a great offer for the Jonah radio listeners any first-time purchasers you get 15% off and free shipping MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product, whether it be the black undies that Neil gets or the onesies that I get, for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get your first 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Jonah. Neil, what's that? Uh, MeUndies.com slash J-O-N-A-H. Yes, with an H. If you just do the A, you'll get uh, John A's podcast deal, which may or may not be the same. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Neil. Um, I don't think oh, we re- referenced any um, – oh, wait, nope, North Korea came up. So we're getting better at this. We're learning not to bring people down when they listen to MeUndies, but uh, it's taken us a while. Well, 
once again, you can go to MeUndies.com slash Shona and get your 15% off plus free shipping. Uh, now, back to the show. Back to the show. With our friend Dan Byerly, uh gave us uh, uh, a song that uh, him and his friend made. Um, basically, a few episodes back, we made a joke about Primus having a Christmas song called Santa Was a Reindeer Driver. And I thought that was as far as that joke could go, was that line right there. And lo and behold, Dan Byerly came through with this amazing piece. Here's Santa Was a Reindeer Driver by the actual Primus.
Danny Carney for those stings. Very good. We played his band, Danny Carney uh, Chainsaw. Uh, shit. You know. Massacre, accident. It doesn't get well after Chainsaw. I mean, it doesn't Danny get great. Danny Carney Chainsaw Shit is a pretty cool name for a band. That's true. Danny Carney. Oh, I've had those. Uh, Chainsaw right Symphony. That's Chainsaw it. Chainsaw Symphony. Symphony. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so I want to thank uh, him for sending those. This is that album that came out this year, I believe, uh, is great. It's on, it's on my list on that, that playlist, that long playlist I made. Um, you know, a chainsaw is really good for breaking stuff, breaking stuff. He's breaking <laughs> stuff now. Meow. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to be honest, and I say from. this as a, a friend and uh, sometimes collaborator. Mm -hmm. Not your best. Not your best. Hey, look, I'm sitting in a garage next to my urban worm bag, uh, <laughs> inhaling my compost fumes next to my car that is a piece of junk. This is, is it not, okay if I not, call this you? This is not where I do the best work. Is it, is it okay if I start referring to you as my urban worm bag? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are you sure? Uh, maybe not. I mean, it's a great product. A but... suburban worm bag, please. Uh, suburban okay. worm bag. Suburban worm bag is like the urban worm bag, but it's got kids. It's moving a little slower. You know, yeah. it doesn't get out as much or ever. It well, spends a... the weekends mowing the lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's you know, it's like, uh, hey guys, S and P came back. Uh, we can't use scruffy looking nerve herder. What else do you got? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the rural worm bag is just dirt on the ground yes you yeah, don't yeah. need a bag just no. throw the worms on the ground they'll love it there's no pavement or anything yeah. <laughs> um hey so it is the christmas time uh -huh. and um this popped up aaron gage on uh, youtube uh just uh posted this the other day it's uh dick the halls um which actually i'm just i'm uh, I'm going to talk about this afterwards, but it's Dick the Halls, but it's like uh, War Pigs from Black Sabbath. So here's a little, <laughs> here's a little taste of that. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Tis the season to be jolly. Don we now our gay apparel. Draw the ancient yuletide carol. See the blazing yule before us. Strike the harp and join the chorus. Follow me in merry measure. While I tell of yuletide treasure. Oh, Lord, yeah! Isn't that great? That's, that's fantastic. That's really that's good. A really, yeah. really good job. Uh, but I did, and, was and the use of the saying "Oh Lord, yet yeah, more appropriate in yeah. this song. <laughs> if you're a believer, yeah. If you're a believer, um, if you believe it, uh, I remember. If was you a believe song, in breaking some stuff, stuff, some stuff, some stuff. <laughs> Do you believe in breaking stuff? <laughs> Break stuff. <laughs> you, you break your stuff. <laughs> You've broken things. Broken yeah. things. Yeah. Um, I remember there was a there was a Christmas song that I had to sing uh, for a sketch in Mystery Science Theater. I can't remember which season, but I remember uh, it wasn't Patrick Swayze Christmas, of course. I I, I never remember that one, but it was some other one. Um, like, and I knew the tune, but I didn't know there was lyrics to it. And then Elliot, I remember Elliot <laughs> having to. Elliot's like, I'm the, I'm just like. 
I, like I'm up on the stage and I'm like, I don't think I remember, I don't know this song. Like, how do you sing the song? And Elliot, like my, 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 my little Jewish friend, like comes up <laughs> and he has, to Jewish start, elf, yeah. he has to start teaching me how to sing. What song was that? Do you remember? I'm trying to remember. So it must've been in The Return because that's when we did the Christmas episode. Yeah. We did the, right? We did a- What's this? Something, 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 some. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, it's Good King Wenceslas. Good King Wenceslas looked out yeah. on the Feast of Steve. Yeah. Even yeah. though the snow lay, lay round about thick, soft and even, something like that. Yeah. I had no idea what the words were. Never... Who is he? Where and what his dwelling? Like it's the crazy. Something, era, yeah. something, something, some, something, something, breaking stuff. That was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was one of many old songs that elderly people know that I had to tell Jonah had to do them. He'd be like, I don't know how there ain't nothing like a dame goes. I've never heard of this stupid song. And I was like, it's South Pacific Jonah. But yeah. you know. <laughs> there but, was uh, a musical or like they wrote about your house. Yeah. There was that one. There was uh there was um Reptilicus, there was this Frank Sinatra song. Like it's oh, two. Right. It's a half past uh, two. I didn't like I didn't, you know. Yeah, it was like go to three. No one in the bar, but you and something me. Yeah, yeah. like uh, yeah, that's a good so, song. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. so lot them up, Joe. But then there were lots of there were lots of songs that Joan was like, "Let's do this," and I was like, "Gonna take your word for it. I don't know it. I don't know songs. I don't like. I don't know new songs." And he'd be like, "The song is from 1987." I'd be like, yeah. oh, "Well, I don't know." Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of like we should do an episode of this show where we kind of like we try and like uh, find like all the music riffs and like try yeah, to, like, yeah. Because I remember like. Um, there was one we needed such a quick riff in Mac and Me where there was like the the football dancers oh, and right. like uh I, like we needed something there because there was nothing that we could put for and that's always the trouble with that show, we're writing that show is that like it's like you don't want to go too long I mean like we like stacked the riffs um uh, on the first season the second season we let go but we still didn't want more than like you know. 10 seconds going without yeah. I don't want like too much like it's it's the the balance not to get too much MST shop talk but like in yeah. the first season we definitely stacked it too much but I watched the old episodes and I'm like yeah lots of air here there's a lot yeah. of air and we didn't want that to happen so uh but yeah there would be so in the Mac and me anything where it was like the dance sequence in Mac and me where it's like two and a half minutes without dialogue or something like that and yeah like I'm just floating through a void and I need to figure out where to where to put jokes somewhere not to but anyway yeah. you were saying yeah and my one was the it was just the um like that, that from the, no, not not humdilili humdilai. That uh, was one of them, and it was just like um, like uh, west side walking, west side walking, oh, east side right. walking, east side walking. Right. And I was like, don't know it, don't understand yeah. it. You have to. I'll take your report. That's a song. Yeah. Yeah. People um, love that joke. Yeah, that's a fun one. And then uh, the holiday road is in Mac and Me as well. I was uh, just thinking about that the other day. How that came out. I thought that came out so nicely. The holiday road. And like us. And then we all to, come in. Yeah, and us having to tell Hampton and Barron, like, no, here's how, this is how we're going to do it. Like, this, this is how we know, wrote it, yeah. This is how we wrote it, and then you come in at this point, but. Yeah, man. and also that that moment is right uh, right before, or right after one of my favorite riffs, which is uh, uh, Hampton going, when they're like, the van's driving along with the horses, and then the horses go, <laughs> go on, that's right, get out of Horse City. Go on, get in the wants it. That was, it was in that episode, Joan and I had a big argument that Joan, I think, was right about. I think I was wrong about what part of the Back to the Future theme. Oh, to make man. A joke off of. That was we, probably the most heated we ever got with each other. <laughs> yeah. It was a big argument. And we're both like, yeah. no, you don't understand it. Ba, 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 ba. And he's like, no, you don't get it. And I think Joan yeah. was right. In the it, end. Was, yeah. it was. And the thing is, we were talking about two different 
portions of the song yes. from the same guy that wrote the song. <laughs> it was Al- what's his name? It was not Elf Clausen, but it was um, um uh, Alf the Alien. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gordon no, Shumway. So like it was Silvestri. Like, I'm gonna look up who did the music for it. it might have been Sil- Alan Silvestri. Um, it was Max Silvestri's dad. Yeah, that's, um, every time I hear it, Alan Silvestri, I think of Max Silvestri, and I assume nobody else is going to know who Max Silvestri is. But, um, but hey, uh, I was on AST. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, because I remember, like, it was like it was when he, like, it was the same kind of like where they're on the little car. Yes, he, yeah. Or he, he's no, he's like he's, he's they're they're on the on his wheelchair, the, and then he grabs onto a car. Yes, right? yeah. So oh. it's like, and the music feels very bad, and they're driving, they're going past. Uh, uh, some kind of some kind of mall or bank or something like that. Yeah, Alan Sumi, Sumitomo, Sumitomo Bank. Yes, then yes. It's like, <laughs> like wow, Sumitomo and McDonald's both put in money on this movie. <laughs> so it was Alan Silvestri that did yeah. music. And yeah, so it's like great it's theme, basically very memorable. And it's all that. It's like it's the you know it's like a swelling moment. I remember we're like it's like it, but it should swell into this part. But I said but like but in the movie it doesn't swell into the most iconic part. It, like in this situation that would happen in Back to the Future, it would swell into this part of the song yeah. but yeah but then, you know, then we argued then, for a while, yeah. a while what are you guys gonna do uh let me watch your movie with you with mystery science theater like I've just a lot a layer on a layer on a layer on a layer i've thought about <laughs> like an it. onion like a yeah. beautiful onion yeah i i am i just uh, i just uh, got the confirmation that i will be doing uh an episode with uh Trace Bielo, uh and uh, Bolu and uh, Kevin Murphy. We're going to be watching Mystery Science Theater, the movie. Oh, that's awesome. Can't yeah. wait for that. That's going to be fantastic. That's going to be a fun one. That's Let Me Watch a Movie with You, the podcast. That's also a commentary track. Mm. Anyway, um, but uh, what else? Shit, what were we talking about? We were talking about... Uh, Have we done this day in music? Were oh, we, we haven't done this. Oh, that's right. We still got to do this day in music. I feel another like segment. In, I feel like there was another thing you were going to say, and then, well, we'll figure it out. Right oh, oh, yeah. It was, right we also had, to, there was a clash. Uh, there was a clash reference in that, too. Right, um, right. White Riot. Yeah, yeah. Like, why? Riot, riot at the mall. I want to riot. Yeah. Riot at the Sears. Riot at the Sears. Because <laughs> remember, specificity mm, is yep. king. You're right. Our, our our local Sears since I moved back to back home has become a Halloween headquarters. Oh wow! Yeah, Ooh, it's a, a really real... really big Halloween headquarters. I would imagine that's a real show of, of where the economy is heading right now, where it's mm-hmm. like Sears, uh, not anymore. No. Halloween yeah. headquarters, a seasonal <laughs> store, <laughs> yeah. uh, store that they don't even bother to make look like anything other than a warehouse that they can escape from if the police show up. You know, that's the. <laughs> Every like the the times that I've gone in with my family to one, I'm always like, this does not seem like a place. There's other families here, but we shouldn't be here. There's yeah. <laughs> it's where this, your family goes for drug deals. It's like if a, a an action movie from the '80s that was set at Halloween, that's where they would have the shootout at the end. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then the, like there's that that tense moment where the guy has his gun out, and then like he goes by one of the motion sensor, like you know, oh shit. Anyway, it's okay, time so for... Wait, 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 hold on before we do that. Do you, another, do you have another beat? <laughs> I have one, sorry, I know this is too much. The, uh, I just want to tell, this is, I haven't told any stories about being proud of my kids in this episode. I'm time saying, for this day in music. I'm still going to tell the story time. though. Tell it now. Okay, so my two-year-old son, he loves Halloween decorations and spooky stuff. And there was a, who passed a motion sensor. That's not fair. You're adding on. <laughs> what? No, this is the. I'm not. I, it's, this is no. This is from something else. No, you're just. You're, gonna, you're just treading on. Like <laughs> 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 
like this story, Jonah. We were okay. walking past around Halloween's time. There was a house we walked past that had a an emotion activated Grim Reaper that had a long soliloquy about death awaits you, the sands of time passing through. Nothing you can do can stop it. Your death is here. And my two-year-old loved it. And every now and then we'll just turn to me and go, death awaits you. I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. I'm like you're going to be my horror boy. We're going to watch horror movies together. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. That's really Daddy, great. daddy. Death awaits you. Death awaits death you. And I'm like, yeah, tell me about it. Every time I look in the mirror, son, I realize yeah. it. But uh, the, and I was putting him into his car seat the other day, and he turned to me and he goes, I like spooky and scary stuff, skulls and skeletons. And I was like, yeah, good, go for it. Yeah, Elliot just Fantastic. like, just, Elliot like closes the door of the van, goes around, oh, turns on the car. It's like, mother! And then just, <laughs> just dancing. <laughs> yeah. Um, on this day, 1970, Elvis Presley, uh, was in a stretch limousine, uh, and he Sounds pulled up. Sounds about out- right. Very yep. famous, very rich. Yeah. Very famous, very rich in 1970, uh, and he pulled up outside the White House in D.C. Uh, the driver of the limousine handed over a letter from Elvis addressed to the president, who was Nixon at the time, requesting a meeting to discuss how the King of Rock and Roll could help Nixon fight drugs. The president agreed to give Presley a narcotics bureau badge but only after learning that the chief of the Narcotics Bureau had turned down the same request earlier that day. Oh, wow. well, I didn't realize that he also asked the, the actual head of the Narcotics Bureau. Yeah. Because they, then they had their photo op meeting, right? Yes, they, they had took in the bowling alley. Of the office. Yeah. yeah. Or was that the bowling alley? I think, oh wait, shit. I think it was They might have gone to both. They both you know like bowling. I think, um, actually, Cash, I think there's Johnny Cash went to the bowling alley. Oh, uh, okay. Because they, they had a weird relationship too. But uh, yeah, it is very funny. It's like, like Elvis, so paranoid and on so many pills, trying to think of a way to get the feds off his back. He's like, I'll just say that I'm going to help get rid of drugs to the president. Imagine and that then, kind of must have worked on some level. Like, I mean, no one got busted. He never, yeah, and, no, he was busted by the Grim Reaper. Death awaited him, and uh, there's nothing he could do about it. you, King. But uh, it's like it's they were the Kid Rock and Trump of their day. Elvis and Nixon, you know, oh boy, the, the beautiful cycle of I guess Southern rockers and Republican presidents who leave office under a cloud of shame, you know, just continues. <laughs> Southern rockers, uh, Detroit's not south the... of anything but Canada. Oh, that's no. right. I always forget he's from Detroit. That's right. Yeah, because he, I... he samples Southern stuff, but that's what it yeah. is. I feel like he is so he's he's a uh, I guess you know he's just appropriated the culture of. Southern rockers. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. He, he, he's just a fan of the Confederate flag. That's it. With a bar to break stuff up a bangy bangy. My name is Break. Oh. Break stuff. That was one one of my favorite in Mr. Science Theater Live. We did a uh, like uh, it was for um, oh, what was the uh, the the superhero one we did? Oh, uh, Argo Man. Um, Argo Man. And it was uh, it was yeah, it was Hampton doing the fucking riff, and it was, it was perfect for Hampton. And it was just like uh, someone going, uh, what's your name? And then just uh, like have to go, my name is Kid. <laughs> and he would like keep it going and people would be screaming. And then they would like kind of, he'd stop. And then he'd go, Senator Kid Rock. Nice to meet you. Because <laughs> it was like, that was like right when he announced that thing. Like it was the yeah. tour was going at the same time. When he was, was like, funny. I'm running for Senator now. And they're like, there's a lot of paperwork to run for Senator. And yeah. he's like, oh, forget it. Yeah. My name's not Kit. Um, so <laughs> born on this day, Frank Zappa in 1940. Mm. We mentioned Zappa earlier. Some of his had... stuff, good stuff. Yeah, I like some of his stuff. <laughs> yes. I, uh, 
Cross. <laughs> I now I see it as a uh, what was that show? Um, the where they open the doors and they stick the their head show? in. Um, <laughs> the Bill Crosby. The Bill Crosby show. Yeah. Oh, like a, like on the laugh in joke wall. Yeah, oh, yeah, like the lock in, laugh in joke wall, where it's just, it just opens up. Hey, Cross, and then he he opens yeah. up and sticks his head out, and they do oh, jokes nice. that way. Um, we also we also did that. We also did that on a show I worked on, the Who Was Show, kids show about history. One season right. on Netflix. Netflix does not like me. Mm, no. Yeah. If you want, I can talk to him. That would be great. Thank okay. you. I would really next, appreciate that. Next time he's I just, see. Cash is just saying he's going to tweet at him. Don't give him. <laughs> oh any. no! I was thinking maybe you could get a meeting with Mr. Nathaniel Flix, uh, the the owner of Netflix. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, so who else is born on this day? Anybody? Yes, Carl Wilson from the Beach Boys. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, he performed lead vocals on several of their hits. Um, God Only Knows, Good Vibrations. Um, he, he was the 90, one. He died in 98. He was the one that I think rewrote. Um, what's uh, Hold On to Your Ego. Uh, hold On to Your Ego was a song that Brian Wilson wrote while they were all on um, tour. You know, mm -hmm. they, they would go on tour and he stayed home. And it's it's a incredible story about depression uh, or, or an incredible song about depression and they got back and listened to it and they're like this is a great song we're going to rewrite the lyrics so it's no longer about this and they put it out as something else but you can get it yeah, uh, it was surf city it feels like for what brian wilson wanted to express through his music the beach boys was not the best yeah, instrument no. you know not the, yeah. the best machine for that if it seems like if brian wilson had just come of age in a time where like you know they might be giants and Ray Stevens and like he would have just. <laughs> Imagine Brian Wilson like uh, in uh, like New New Order or something like that, like those British uh, British bands or something like that. I think I think he would have done well there. Nice. Uh, and on this day in 1964, Emmett Murphy from Dinosaur Junior was born. Hey, yeah, pretty fun. Huh? Now who's the who's the junior? I've never understood the the name. The junior was added because they used to just be called dinosaur and junior was oh. added uh when uh lou barlow left oh i see okay yeah. it wasn't that they weren't sued by a tyrannosaurus or something like that no 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 um in uh in 1964 patrick murphy of lemonheads uh was also born so good day for alternative rock <laughs> that was a good day for alternative rock 19 december 1964 yeah yeah what, I, uh, I, what day is this december 21st the day we're on today or the day is coming out tomorrow it's the day it's it's you know what the the, the interface on this website is terrible so i just do it on the day we record so oh, just okay. let everyone we should just call it yesterday in music history that's not bad it's not, i mean that, not is, bad. that is great it's different than different it's different and i like yes. that about it yeah you yes. know i met him once and i was like Nice shooting. What's your name, son? And he went, Murphy. He had, he had just shot Miguel Ferrer out a window uh, after overriding. I told him to override his, his oh. directive number four, was it? I don't remember. Uh, anyway, that was a long, a long walk for a Robocop joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but luckily, you know, it's all automated. So it doesn't you know, really. Uh, it, reminds you, <laughs> it reminds me of one of my favorite, my favorite, uh, my favorite lines. Um, well, it was a long way to go, but it also wasn't worth it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I guess that is it for this episode of Jonah radio. I want to thank, uh, Elliot Kalen from, of course, the daily show for joining us. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a show I haven't worked out in five years, but yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Were, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. were you there with Trevor or were you were just, no, there with I, John? Left, 
I was just there with John. I left, the, my last day was John's last day. I was, I was super burnt out. And I, I was like, I'm not gonna, I just don't feel like doing this anymore. So you didn't was, get your own cake? You just had to eat John's cake and then leave? They didn't exactly. get you? Exactly. Oh, I didn't have my own cake. I didn't get, it was funny because at the beginning of the run, it was like people were leaving a few, like a couple months before John and they'd be like, hey, we want to say goodbye to this, uh, to this member of our staff. And then my leaving on the same day, John, that it was like, nobody's going to make a point oh. that I'm leaving the show. But no. you know what? I had a lot of, get, a lot of great memories, uh, a, lot of, a lot of great friends. I learned a lot. Uh, four Emmys. What can I complain about? You know, no. uh, Peabody Award. Uh, ah, I guess you, you know, would have. Uh, I wish you would have put that effort <laughs> in with Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I. Oh no, no, not at all. That's just... <laughs> you Jonah, went from you know... not complaining to bragging real quick, right there. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. quick. It's 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 how we do things. Well, I was just looking. Uh, I, my role in this episode has really been t- to uh, stop each segment in its tracks as uh, <laughs> as it's as it's ready to either get going or be finished. So I figured I'd stop Jonah's goodbyes. <laughs> oh no! It's uh, if you know anything about this show, the show is designed for this to happen. Yeah. yeah. Nonstop. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, thank you, Elliot, for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, and uh, Cash, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. We hope everybody has a nice uh, a holiday week. And uh, we're going to end with another uh, another band that has uh, given us songs over the years. They're called The Cutscenes. Um, they put out a little, a, uh, uh, a little Christmas EP called Feliz Navidad Jokes. Um, where they've done some uh, covers of these uh, these uh, a couple Christmas songs, but uh, yeah. So if you like the music, check out the bands you like. We have the links in the show description. Uh, check out the Flop House, which is an amazing movie podcast, hot on the heels of amazing movie podcast. Uh, second place. Let me watch your movie with you. New episodes <laughs> coming out every week. Uh, we just recently had Emily Gordon, where we watched The Big Stick. We had, we had Alex Winter on. We had uh, Derek Mears watched uh, Friday the Thirteenth. This Friday on Christmas, it's a kind of a fun one. Uh, I'm watching um, the movie I was in, Puka Lives, along with Felicia Day, Malcolm Barrett, and the director Alejandro Briggs. Uh, so that one is a bit more of a clusterfuck of uh, us making fun of each other. Uh, so what did you sure watch? To... What did you watch with Alex Winter? We watched Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, okay. I was hoping he was freaked, but you know, you can't have everything in this life. Yeah, yeah, no, we, uh, there, yeah, but eventually we'll probably do freaks, because if we did, he would also, there, like, Tom uh, Stern would also have to be there. If we oh, I see. Do. Yes, because they <laughs> co-directed and co-wrote that together. Um, but yeah, that is it. We're going to play a song, and we're going to leave. Elliot, shut up. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for tuning in. Miss you, Neil. Miss you, Neil. Have fun in Uganda, or wherever we said. Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año felicidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año felicidad I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año felicidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad 
feliz Navidad, próspero año, felicidad.